This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm Natalie. I'm here with Justin. I've been enjoying this all-star break. Have you been enjoying it, Justin? <laughs> kind of. I mean, not the actual all-star break. Um, you mean not the but... all-star festivities. Right. right yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying That's, the break from that. That wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not enjoying any of that. <laughs> I'm enjoying the time off. Like... We be working hard out here, people. So, like, between potting and us having day jobs and other shit. So, I didn't mind the little break. It was helpful to me. But, you know, <laughs> that was for selfish reasons. Yeah. All-Star was abysmal, I would say. I don't even think there's much to say about that. I mean, it just was not good. It got its lowest ratings in years. Attendance was down. I mean, we knew that once it was going to be in Utah. It was just bad. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I saw people saying things like, it's always bad. Do we have to do this every year? Like, no, this was actually very different than like, it was like even worse than normal. You know, right. like if you had low mm-hmm. expectations, it fell below that. You know, I thought it was pretty bad. I did too. Um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like it was just worse than it usually is. Like it was just like even people that don't even that aren't even super into basketball like it's it was terrible you know so for sure yeah they got to they got to do something to like to fix that um were you pleased with the dunk contest because they were saying that Mac saved it and i felt like <laughs> okay like yeah it was he was cool but i didn't feel like he saved the dunk contest yeah there is no saving the dunk contest at this point cuz like we thought Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine saved the dunk contest, and then it was just bad a few years after them. Like, but like that thought, was actually really good to me. I don't know if I really thought it was saved, but that was good. But like, I just felt like in this dunk contest, like Mac was just <coughs> one good dunker in it. You know, it wasn't like the Zach and 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 Aaron Gordon thing was like a back and forth. You know. Um, Mm -hmm. I also felt like they were like severely underrating Trey Murphy, but you're a basketball player. So tell me, am I wrong about that? His dunks? Yeah. I mean, they, they don't, they weren't Um, hype, but I thought like his dunks were like 
pretty. I, I felt like because he's taller, like they were acting like it wasn't as hard the stuff that he was doing. But maybe it was super easy. I don't know. All that shit looks hard to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember really his dunks. Like I know he did one where he he reached behind his head and then like kind of windmilled. Other than that, I can't really remember what he was doing. So I guess. I don't you know. know. I guess was he wasn't. Awful. He didn't wow me. He didn't wow person. me. I just felt like they were just like, oh, okay, like that's okay. And I was like, what? Um, that fucker though. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. That guy <laughs> on the Knicks. Those <laughs> dunks were ass. Those dunks were ass. Like I don't even know how he was getting the scores he was getting. They were so bad. Yeah. He he's one of those dudes. He got so much bounce, and it's like, dang! If only the creativity was there. If only the flair and the entertainment value was there. It's just like, hey guys, I can jump really high. I can jump so high, I can put my arm in the rim. It's like, oh, okay, we've seen that already. Like, yes. And then you want to like throw up a <laughs> so, sign talking about fifty? Nah, that was not no fifty dunk. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did like try to grab it with his mouth, and then yeah, that was just terrible. That was mad corny. Terrible. His dunks were bad. And then the game is that oh the skills competition of no skilled players that was awful. I didn't even watch that. Oh, and the three point contest like first of all I knew Julius Randle had no business being in it, but he wasn't even maybe the worst. It was people who were supposed to be able to shoot who were bad like Tyler Hero and the one from the Kings Herder like what? yeah. It was a role <laughs> reversal for Black History Month because. The white That's boys funny. looked crazy in the in the three point contest, and then Mac McClung during back Black History Month had the audacity to win the dunk contest. Like, I mean, <laughs> the audacity. That's hella rude, Justin. <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I'm my playing, opinion, guys. He had I'm playing. I'm sorry, Justin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely joking around, but yeah, in my opinion. He had four fifties, so. I guess from that standpoint, he he had a, he had a really good, you know, showing. Probably one of the best in the few last few years. So I guess from that standpoint, he did his he did his part. But just so explain to yeah. me, Justin, what it is about him. Why I'm not like, like yeah, he had like great dunks, but I still feel like, and I don't even like John ja Morant, but I just feel like I would have enjoyed watching John ja Morant do those dunks versus him, like. What is like, you know, it feels like, you know, like how two people can wear an outfit and they say who wears it best. And like, it's the same exact outfit, but one person just looks fly as shit. And the other one just like, you're like, eh, just doesn't do it. Right. <laughs> like, what is it about Mac McClung that I'm not like, yo, I just don't have that feeling. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, he's not a household name, I guess. Is it just that? Uh, I mean, I guess it's it's sort of like, I mean, I thought Aaron Gordon's dunks were good too, but it's sort of like, I feel like maybe on a more low key level, like the difference between like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Like I get a little bit more hype for a Zach Levine dunk than I do Aaron Gordon. Um, I mean, I guess it's personal preference uh, when it comes, when it, when it comes to that. Like Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, like they both are great, but they're two different types of dunkers. But I mean, I guess when it comes to Ja, 
for just players of that of that magnitude. It's just I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't know if it's like the athleticism, if it's the um, showmanship or it's something, but like, you know, Aaron Gordon does these dunks and like, they look tremendous. Of course they do, but I don't know. It's something like, you know, so I don't know what it is. So I guess that's why when everyone was like going crazy over Mac, I was like, yeah, I mean, they were good dunks. He deserves the fifties. And yet I still didn't feel all the, he saved the dunk contest. I was like, all right, all right. All right, let's play. It's too much people. <laughs> That's extreme. He did, I mean, he had a good showing. Like I said, I think he had four fifties, but saved the dunk contest. Like someone, it can just as easily next year just be four guys that just stink it up, like like it usually has been. So, yeah. Anyway, let's 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 talk about the dubs because <laughs> we're already coming back with like Wiggins not going to be there. Death sightings, you know, I just, I already, this is not like the news I wanted to hear to be like coming back off of the all-star break, but you know, there are some, some fans who I think are like upset or just people like bad mouthing Wiggins. And this is what I'll say. I mean, it's a little bit like the vaccine thing, right? Cause I remember for a while people were like, he doesn't get the shot, da, 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 whatever. Mm excuse me, and he was taking his time and we didn't know what he was going to do. Though I sort of did because he had said like, if he is ever like forced to, he would take it. But in this situation, I feel similar. It's not the vaccine, but it's like Andrew Wiggins doesn't like just miss games to miss games. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like if he, I mean, the man postponed like his wife's or his, you know, his partner's delivery date of their baby, you know, like when they were going to, you know, induce or whatever it was. So I just feel like if he's really missing because of a personal matter, it's probably something serious. And so I just hope everything's okay. Obviously it's like not great for the team, but his family is clearly more important than that. So I just would encourage people to like hold off on like bashing him because, he's not doing anything differently than any of us would do if there was like a, you know, personal or family matter that just was taking precedent in our lives. And we don't know what it is. We have no sense of what it is. So we can't really say. Yeah. You know, people have, you know, patience issues and all of that stuff. It's like people, these, these athletes that you guys love to pretend aren't real people are, just that real human beings with real human being issues and problems and things that they go through and, you know, emotions and all type of stuff. So just be a little bit more considerate, understanding. And yeah, it really, no matter what it is, like it's obviously something like you said that he feels and they feel is important enough for him to take the time off. So just respect it. Like, it is what it is. If if the team was undefeated right now, no one would be batting an eye about it. If the team was in the second seed or third seed, no one would be batting an eye about it. But since the team is in a vulnerable position as far as seeding, then now all of a sudden it's this, that, and the third. It's like, come on, man. Like That's an excellent relax. point. That's an excellent point. Um, so I, where's, I know there was an update about Steph in terms of he got in some on-court work. Um, was there any more in terms of like timing or no? 
No, I think they just said he'll be reevaluated in the week, which is okay. kind of, you know, what I was going to guess anyway. Like, I I was just going to guess he missed the first four games after the break, and then he'll be back for the for the game after that and, and on forward. And it looks like he's kind of trending towards that. Yeah, I mean, a week from is the first. And then that first game would be the Clippers. So the first game in March is the Clippers. So also reports that Kevin Durant, they're targeting a March 1st return for him. So wondering um, who the Suns are playing. But so, yeah, I mean, Justin, what do the Warriors need to do? Because they will have these next four games. Um, one of them, at least we know, will be without wigs, and they still won't have Steph back. Whew, I'm so sorry for yawning, y'all. I'm so sorry. It's late. It's late over here. Um, so that first game back actually would be – so we take a look at the special. They have Lakers, Rockets, Minnesota, and Portland. The Portland and Houston games are at home. But the Houston game is on the second night of a back-to-back. Lakers is away. Minnesota is away. So are we just looking for a 2-2 split here? Um, yeah, kind of. Like, I think if Wiggins was playing, then you can expect. Now, actually, Minnesota is home. This is after the Lakers game. They have a five straight homestand so with that said i think three three and one should be i wouldn't say expected but it's like you gotta go at least three and one if you you know want to be in a good spot yeah because they're 500 right now so assuming they get steph back in march and that march schedule is no joke either and I mean, I just think in general to yeah. close the season, they have more games, I believe, on the road than home. So that's going to really test. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like out initially out the gate after the break. It's like a good little five home games in six nights or not in six nights, but, you know, five out of six home games. And then it's just a crazy little gauntlet right there. And then kind of the end of March and beginning of April, it kind of lightens up again. So I think they really, they got to capitalize on these few, these few February games. And then like the late March, early April games. To really yeah. But like, I mean, they like for know, the month of March, they have a game almost like every other night. Like, this, right. you know, they have like, and they had, plus they have two back-to-backs in there, but it's literally like, Game Sunday, game Tuesday, game Thursday, then game Saturday, then mm-hmm. what? Like it's at, like I'm looking at it right now. There's it's only against good teams too. Yeah, it's only the last week in March that they have a week where there's two nights off in between games. They don't have two exactly. nights off. They don't have two nights off in between games from the point that they come back. They start off with the back to back. And then from that point on, yeah, everything is just every other night. And that's why I'm saying, like, they got to really – 
capitalize on those parts of the remaining schedule where they have those rest days and that they're going to be mostly playing at home and stuff like that. Like they got to go the last eight games of the season, they got to go like six and two, seven and one. But I mean, first four out of the all-star break, they got to go like three and one. Yeah. But I mean, two of them are away. So it's like, it's away home, away home. And then they have two home games after that. When? In March. The first two games in March are home. And then they go on the road. All right. So one, two. Yeah, that's when the bullshit starts. Three, four, five, (laughs) six. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they have four out of six at home. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I feel more confident if Steph is back. But. I really hope he's back because they're going to need him and Wiggs for that 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 home stretch. I mean, there's just no way around it. Clippers, Pelicans, Lakers, OKC, Memphis, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Clippers, Atlanta. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Steph and Wiggs will be back by then. Yeah, so I mean, but I mean, this is on being 500. But they need to make a run, right, at this point and just ensure that they – I'm not even predicting games. I'm just like they need to make sure they get to the sixth seed. Yeah. I'm saying the run that they can make is like this early part out of the gate and then the la- the very last part of the season because that March – When they're at home. Um, that home stand. Yeah, the ones where they're at home and they have like the more space in between games. Like I think that's the part where they got to really focus in. But this whole March 5th away Lakers and then away OKC, away Memphis, then Milwaukee, Phoenix, away LA, away Atlanta. Like that has to be like, all right, we have, what is that? Eight games, nine games. That has to be like, all right. They got to win four, five right? out of eight of those away games. Five out of eight of the remaining away games. I'm just saying, like in that stretch, looking at March, yeah, there's eight away games in March. OKC is winnable. The Lakers is winnable still. Um, Atlanta's probably winnable. Houston. So that's at least four of them. Yeah, I think they just got to win four. I just want them to have a fucking winning road record, but maybe that's too much to ask for. That's not going to happen. I don't even think they can win out right now and have a winning road record. No, I know they won't, but I'm just saying, like, to 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 create the momentum is what I'm saying. So I know – I'm not saying, like, for the season. I'm saying, like, from this point on, win games on the road. Yeah, True. That that's more what I'm saying because I I think like you know there's a part of me that thinks like yeah yes we know they can win a game on the road they've done it in past years but I just feel like with the way that they've struggled to win on the road this year while I know that doesn't affect Steph or Dre like I don't know if any of the role guys are like thinking like man you know it's harder on the road or you know so I want them to kind of start winning on the road so they can like the young guys and the others can you know. Be like, okay, we can do this. Because the in in April, there's three road games, and they're probably gonna have to play like through the end of April, meaning like for seeding. So you know, Denver, it may not matter for them 
because I don't know how close the second seed will be. So maybe they might try to get like Jokic or whoever some rest. But like Sac is one of those games. And typically, you know, you'd be like, oh, Sacramento is like a, you know, now they may have established their spot in the three, but I don't know. So you have the Kings and then you have Portland, who you know is probably also going to be jockeying to like be in the mix. So those won't be easy away games to close. Yeah, but they they should beat them. If they're serious about, you know, winning the championship, making a deep run, they should win their last few games of the season for sure. Um, Denver is a, you know, whatever. We'll see. Away game. But the three before that, they should win. And they really, I mean, they really should beat Philly at home too, so. Well, I guess we just gotta wait and see what if got what guys are healthy and all that type of stuff. But yeah, well, let's see. Hopefully, yeah. they'll look refreshed coming off of the break. And um, this is it. This is it. It's time. It's time to do what we know they can do. So we can talk about mm-hmm. it more, like once we, you know, record after the game on Friday. But you know what it means like if they're still like looking sketchy going into the postseason um so we want them to build good habits and like all those things but like what if it just doesn't look like that you know I don't I don't think they're gonna get a buyout candidate Kevin Love did not want to come west it doesn't seem because he was like I mean they kept reporting Miami but like the only other team that it seemed like he was even going to meet with was Philly so it looks like he wasn't interested in them over here. Um, there were reports about Pat Beverly. Thankfully, that actually didn't work out. Um, so I don't think they're I don't think they're go- going for anyone else, right? It doesn't seem so. Nah. Nope, nope. So we'll see. Well, if they sign someone to that last roster spot, let it be um Ty Jerome. But um, yeah, so I mean, this is this is the squad, and we need them to get healthy. So hopefully, Jure and Clay and everyone looks rejuvenated. I hope that they're gonna allow Clay to play more back to backs. Hopefully, and yeah, we'll see what happens. But this is the home stretch to close out the season. Yeah, I saw Curtis say Clay. That's Clay's pretty much gonna play the back to backs from here on out. So, okay. Good. Shout out to shout out to them for letting them do that at this point because they know it's like shit. We gonna need them. We ain't got Steph. We ain't got Wiggins right now, so we need them. Exactly. All right, guys. So look, it was just like a little quick check in before the season resumes. Uh, it's a back to back coming up out the out the All Star break. So you'll hear from us on the second night of that back to back. Justin, you didn't even say anything about my braids. You don't like them. Nah, they look nice. They look nice. This is what I deal with people. He doesn't even acknowledge it. I got new hair too and everything. <laughs> that's and he crazy. Didn't say nothing. Like, that's it's late. It's late. It's late. I don't even believe you now. Anyway, sorry. I know the vibes were not like super, super high, guys, but like, I literally just got home from work. Justin has to be up early. Um, so we're recording late. It's tired. Sometimes it's just the late night gets the the best of us over here. So, but we still 
believe in the Warriors, right, Justin? Always. Yeah, I saw you with some tweets, like, you know, just putting people in check and place. So keep it. And you're Justin Way. Justin does it, like, so much better than me. He, like, puts up stats as, like, this matchup isn't going to work. He does it in, like, such a sophisticated way. I just be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Warriors winning. I just be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I just be saying shit. I mean, I mean it, but I'll be all like, you know, <laughs> sophisticated with the response. <laughs> this is this is why I need him in my life, people. Anyway, so thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have also in- found ways to enjoy the All Star break because, like, to be honest, the Warriors are stressful. They're stressful. I'm actually going out of town for a few days and. I'm not going to watch the games. Like I'm unplugging from everything, including the Warriors, because like if they win, I'll be great. But like if I'm on vacation and they fucking piss me off, I'm going to be pissed. So I'm just not, I'm just not going to watch. So (laughs) I hope you guys have taken this time to reestablish your mental peace. That's what I did. Not having the Warriors to stress me out, even if it was for a tad, I think it was a good thing, you know? So we reset and we're ready and we're ready yeah okay so you know the drill make sure y'all tune in um make sure you share make sure you follow we're on twitter and we're on instagram at golden spaces pod and and we have a special announcement i'm not gonna hype it up It is a really, really great announcement, and it is something people have been asking for. But I'm not going to make the announcement. It's so exciting. I want Justin to tell you guys what's coming. (laughs) Justin, Justin, let the people know what's going on. We are now going to, like, host slap boxing competitions (laughs) between. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, we will be taking our talents to YouTube or expanding <laughs> our talents to YouTube. <laughs> right. So for all the people who has been asking, where's the full video at? Like, is there any way we can watch the full video and put it on YouTube? It's going to be here. Right. So now we are doing that. You obviously will still be able to catch us at your normal place. Where you can get us from the podcast, but you'll be able to see our beautiful faces throughout the entire episode now on YouTube. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. You'll see how Justin be looking at me like I'm crazy and shit. So okay. you're going to see all the shenanigans now, you know? So yeah, next episode will be, again, like Justin said, available via podcast, but will be a full YouTube episode. And um, you'll be able to, to catch us under 95 the seven 95.7 the games uh youtube channel so our episodes will live under there but we will give all the details that for that next recording how you get to us so thank you we have that opportunity because y'all support us so thank you so much for the support we appreciate y'all please keep doing it and um until next time take care This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.